Ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals, welcome to the actual very first full one-hour broadcast of Nephrotide. I've got my other other uh, podcast out there that gives an introduction on this one. But since I am in D.C. with my sis Karen here, hello, we are going to do one of what we used to do back nine months ago when we used to come back up to uh, Capitol Hill from her, from her place. And we called our Twitter, a live Twitter uh, feed on the road with Sharon and Kevin. So we're going to label this uh, part of the po- podcast on the road with Sharon and Kevin because you're going to hear some out- outlandish, narrated stuff. There's no telling what the conversation is going to be like because, trust me, there is no format. There is no special topic. We're just going to have our typical conversation and hopefully you'll laugh, you'll agree. Well, get to see something. Here we go again. I don't put my seatbelt on. But anyway, we just left Capitol Hill. Wow. <laughs> what an interesting, interesting, interesting. All the. I mean, damn. Seriously. That was just running to people, running to Trump supporters we talked to nine months ago, and we had the same damn conversation we had nine months ago. So obviously, that's point. Pro, that's point. Uh, that, that, that's proof that neither side is going to change their opinions on anything. And then as we end and leave it, one of them sits there and says, "Remember, vote Trump." <laughs> all I can say is. <laughs> All I can say is, oh, the man's got jokes. Because that was just, that was just crazy. Yeah. And it's sad because today seemed like a happy day for a couple couples. You could see them walking down the steps. I'm going to assume because they were in gowns and they had gotten married. Did you know, bro, that you couldn't get married in the Supreme Court? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's cool. That's Something awesome. was going on because they, they had gowns on. So if um, those people were not getting married, now I'm really curious as to why they were coming out of the Supreme Court with gowns on and tux. <laughs> Can people respond? No, they can't no. respond. Oh, but this so is just, just this is this is just a listening broadcast. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, it was definitely quite the experience. I I I rarely get heated, <laughs> but when I started talking to the black guy, the Trump supporter, and they wanted to talk about um, Democrats being basically the oppressor. Of folks, it's just stunning to have the conversation, and and of course you guys can't really get get the true gist of it because you're not there, and of course we don't have it on video camera. They do; they have it on video camera. I do have some some dialogue between you two, but of course the really, really, really good stuff, bro. I stopped videotaping because I was so stunned 
about every time we have a conversation with those two men, it is off the chain. I mean, it's really uh, mind-boggling. Right. I, I mean, you're gonna sit there and tell. You want to sit there and talk to uh, one man wants to talk to another man about abortion. Okay. Uh, seriously. For real? I'm, dude, you have a penis. Shut up. You know what? You, you, you know what? He did, they did talk to you about the abortion. But they wanted to talk to me about the damn Dixie, um, not even Dixiecrats. Just Democrats being oppressors. Yeah, I mean. What the hell? Right, you want, you, you want to sit there and talk to somebody about abortion. Don't you think you should talk to the woman in the group? I mean, seriously, that just shows the misogynistic asshats that they truly are. Yes, I played civil. And then to sit there and say, we want to do a broadcast. You want me to get on and do a broadcast on a right-wing broadcast Christian site. And you want to have a go between us and two of your people? Yeah, that's just not going to happen. Because I already know how that's going to go. Seriously, you're gonna sit there and cut and edit and do all sorts of crap. Oh, no, that's the reason why I don't cut and edit my podcast here. Is because you're gonna get all the quirky, all the weird, all the strange, all the mishaps. Uh, I mean, you get all the. It's like it, it, it would the be like, yeah, the real. It, it would be it would be like watching a TV show without the cuts, the edits, and if if an actor fucked up his line, you could sit there and laugh about it. It's like the Carol Burnett show, who, you know? I mean, when they could sit there and Don Knotts would say something and other people would sit there and literally could not do their lines because they were laughing so hard because he ad-libbed and said something funny. So, so that's the reason why this... Did you say Don Knotts? Wasn't Don Knotts on the Carol Burnett show? No. No? Oops. See, shows you what I know. Don Knotts. Who's Tim Don Knotts' um, Mayberry guy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, Tim, Tim, oh my gosh, that is my favorite show between I Love Lucy and I can't even think of Tim, Tim, Tim. Y'all know who Tim is. Yeah, well, the that's okay. When I, po- when, 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 I po- when I post this and uh, people are allowed to comment on it, I'm, oh, okay. sure we'll I'm pretty sure we'll get the answers to it yeah. left and right. Because people be on point, don't they? I'm I can see somebody researching right now. <laughs> What's his name? Tim, Tim Orr? He I'm, still, I'm still laughing because ain't, ain't, no, ain't, ain't nobody nobody pays attention on our videos. <laughs> our live videos? Yeah, our live, vid- our, live vi- our live video on Twitter. Well, some when, we had the K- when, we had, when we had the letters KKK in between us just to see if people would notice. <laughs> Kevin, those letters were small, though. They were really small. So unless somebody goes to that video from yesterday, you know, Pause the thing and then zoom in. They were really small though. If if you all want to watch the videos, because I don't post a lot of videos uh, from uh, from me anymore because they just don't go anywhere on Twitter. But if you all want to see some 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 of our videos and stuff that we've done, jump on Twitter at fired underscore soon. Follow her. Watch the videos. 
going to be there all day. Because yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I love video tweeting. Yes. I don't care what no one says. And she loves to listen to herself no, talk. I do. <laughs> it's just like TikTok. Well, not really listening to myself talk, <laughs> but more so of my expressions and, you know, making sure that, you know, the eyebrows are perfect. <laughs> See, that's a good thing about podcasts. <laughs> I mean, we could be sitting in the car driving down Washington, D.C., butt-ass naked, and nobody would be able to know. <laughs> You're absolutely right, bro. <laughs> I don't think that I want to I guess I should not put though. resistors of all ages on this one because uh, <laughs> dropping a few F-bombs, talking about nudity. Then again, I guess that's the normal uh, normal tip for TV nowadays, so it's okay. I'm sure a lot of kids are running around saying, oh, I've seen that before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some 19 year olds are going, please, I've done it before. <laughs> what the heck? We always getting interrupted. Oh, well, it's your phone, so we good. <laughs> so, oh, really? Really? What is going on here? <laughs> Kevin warned y'all, you never know. You gotta, uh, you gotta understand. <laughs> I mean, this is the first podcast, and a lot of you listening have not ever heard of us or seen us before or whatever. So you gotta understand that when Sharon and I get together, <laughs> electronics just go berserk. <laughs> I mean, we can't get videos to work. I am really shocked that this recording is still going <laughs> because I'm just telling you. The drama is oh, hilarious. It, I think that's how I have to people laugh at this. Is it because of what we say or what we're doing? It's just a simple fact that we we can't get shit to go right when it comes to uh, to videos and electro, electro, electronic stuff. You know what, bro? I'm just going to keep it real. For real, for real, folks, I'm a, I'm a disabled veteran. And I, I live, I, I'm on a budget now. <laughs> there was a time where I could afford anything I wanted, especially a new phone. And there was, what, eight months ago, Kevin and I were coming down to D.C., and I left my nice Samsung 8 phone on the roof of my car because I took it out of the car while I went to go pump the gas. Who who does that? I did. So anyway. Here comes the menopausal brain stuff. I'm <laughs> telling you. You, put, you start following her on Twitter, I guarantee you, you are going to hear my menopausal brain is part of every video. I'm telling you. I'm, look, I'm just speaking truth. That menopause got up there and said, we're going to make this woman look real crazy when she talk. Bro. I'm just old, so I'm just going to use that as my excuse for being forgetful. So anyway, so I had so one of my best friends helped me out. He gave me one of his LG phones, and then when me and Kevin used to go up down on Capitol Hill, the the it was net what bro, it was never enough memory. So the phone would, <laughs> would either die or I couldn't upload the phone. So then he gave me a Samsung Seven, and that's what I have now. And for some reason, th this phone it just doesn't want to work. It just does not want to work. <laughs> it is stunning to me. You pay all that money for the phone service, and you would think it, it wouldn't even matter about the phone. 
but it does, they do do what they want to do. So, I am going to get me a new phone. As soon as I say, you know what, just go ahead and just spend the money. I just don't, I just think it's not fair that we have to spend thousands and dollars, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars for a cell phone that can get lost, that can drop, that can get broken. I, I just don't understand why we are paying all of this. Oh, wait a minute, y'all. Let me get something to the homeless lady. I think. Oh, she just walked right up to your window knowing that you were going to give her the money. Oh, crap. Did the cat find the money? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, this is absolutely oh, see, hilarious. This is crazy. This is absolutely oh, hilarious. I'm, I'm so sorry. I thought I had the money on the door. I'm sorry, but you know what? Me and my bro come down here again. Are you normally here? I keep my word. If you come down here, I'm going to have it for you. Alrighty. Damn it. So embarrassing. That money was just here. Who was in my car? Wasn't it her? Wasn't she in my car last night? That's a family issue. And I know I'm family, but I'm adopted, so I am not going I'm to get into, into Oh, that. she had to been looking. Because I had it down. Oh, y'all might get another one. I may just turn on I may just turn on another podcast and say the Baskin drama house and watch Mama Baskin go off on some children. I purposely, because if y'all know my bro, he is all about the homeless. I mean, that is his passion. And because of listening to him for the past year, I purposely make sure that I keep money on the side door for them. I, I, had, I had at least $5 there, and it's, it is not there. So I will be having a conversation with someone that I bore. Let me make extra sure though it, that it's not really here. <laughs> Just take out everything. Who has all this stuff on the side of their door anyway? You. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this is just way too much stuff, Kat. Okay, uh, but go ahead, bro. Uh, Who are we talking about? That's funny. <laughs> I'm wondering if I should be embarrassed. Did I feel embarrassed? No, I don't think so. I'm good. Because you know. Blame it on the kids. Blame it on the kids. I'm going to have that money to get to her. Yeah, blame it on the kids. Anyhow, weren't we talking about cell phones? Yeah, we were, we were, we were, we were, uh, we were slagging on the prices of, uh, cell phones. Why they have to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Why do you think that is, Pat? Commerce? Good old capitalism? I mean, because it's not like they paying the people who make the phones hundreds of dollars an hour. I mean, aren't, aren't, isn't it labor cheap? Are they making them in America? Uh, I have no idea, but I, I mean, it's just, I don't even think briefcase phones back in the not later 80s, uh, early 90s, uh, those briefcase car phones cost thousands and thousands of dollars. I don't know, I didn't have one, so. But it's just absolutely 
Uh, yeah, the whole, the whole price of everything, everything skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. I mean, you literally have to work three times the amount of hours to pay for the same exact type of living that you would have had back in the 1980s. That's just absolutely nuts. Crazy. Uh, really? We've only been on here 16 minutes? <laughs> yeah, because it seems like it's been two hours. Oh, bro, look at that sound. Oh, well, one of our cars. Yeah, do you have one? Yeah, hold on. I can't, hand, I, can't, I can't hand it out because everybody be calling Russia. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's our phone number now, isn't it? Oh, goody. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so the phone can be driving her crazy. <laughs> By the way, Russia is my daughter, who I call Pia, and anybody that has a daughter... Pain in my ass, that's why she calls her pain. I already know that one. I love her though, but man, it's rough. <laughs> Some daughters, I, I was the perfect daughter for my mother. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of like me saying I was the perfect son for my mother. I did not give my mother no grief. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's easy. It's it's easy to it's easy to, for us to sit there and say that we were we were the perfect siblings for our parents when our parents are not in this car to be able to go <coughs> bullshit <coughs> bullshit. We were the perfect siblings for our parents. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, oh, you and your sister. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I can I, I can go, I can uh, guarantee you if I could sit there and say. I was the perfect son for my mother and father. My mother and father would go, you are so full of shit. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> and oh. we would not be able to fit everything they would have to say oh, in yeah, an hour yeah. show. I'm, I'm telling, telling you, you right now. <laughs> what and, happened? And I already know this from being with Kevin for just a year. <laughs> so I can, what, what is going I am, on? I am the perfect younger brother. You, you I, know what, bro? I, I, you really I are. Am, not to be my real brother, you are. I am you a are good a fantastic man. I'm a messy younger brother, but I am a good younger brother. <laughs> my, 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 my sis here is trying to train me into becoming a more cleaner person. So that way, whenever I do find a woman, that she will have been able to have trained me properly in uh, just like... I don't have to worry about it. I'm going to be single the rest of my life, so I'm, it's all good. Kevin, you know what? You don't know that. You're not running the show. There's a higher power running the show. Yeah, that higher power is using me as their court jester. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Kevin could get a date. <laughs> That's funny. That man's got jokes. <laughs> can't even lie with a straight face on that one. <laughs> but do you know why you messy? Yeah, because I'm lazy. 
I can hear her now. Get the hell out of my way. What the hell are you doing? I will shoot you. I can hear her now. Oh, my God. I ain't that bad. I, people, I am not that bad. But if you are a driver in this country, matter of fact, any country, any country, I've been to 25 countries, and the best country, the country that has the best drivers, I kid you not, is Scotland. I, I mean, they, they are civil, they are polite, at least when I was there driving. I don't know what they do now, but they are just absolutely fabulous people on the road. Now, the Germans, 
that's a whole different story. But back to these people in America on these roads. It's like, like they all just got their driver's license and they don't know what to do. And I'm not talking about certain people because you know people like to stereotype certain <laughs> I'm talking about all the people. All the people that's driving. They act like they don't know how to drive. How is it that you in a far left lane and you know and 50 feet you got to be over in the right lane to take that ramp or to make that right turn and then you go is this I, I, you know what? I'm going to believe that the people listening to this podcast know exactly what I'm talking about. And it just makes you irate. And I'm going to lose my voice. <laughs> but, uh, oh, what the hell? <laughs> she must don't like her Mercedes too much. For real, what if I had to get over in that lane real quick just so I would not tap her bumper? I would have tapped her bumper and then I would have claimed whiplash. She owns a Mercedes. She's got enough money to be able to give me some money from my whiplash. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that, was that, was that, would that be fraud? I'll scratch all that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Boy, it's a sad thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a sad thing that I already announced that I don't edit this crap now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of late for that now. Look, bro. We're looking at the um, garden center on Montana and New York Avenue, and they got big old signs of Biden and Harris. Woo! But this is DC. Like, DC is I'm just kinda, more democratic. That's just a little weird for me. I'm from the good old state of misery. And um, did you say good old or ghetto? Get good old. Good old state of misery. <laughs> Good old state of backwards redneck. But a pumpkin patch is actually in a field, not in the middle of the city. And that's exactly what that garden thing was. It said pumpkin patch. Bitch, it's not a pumpkin patch. You picked them, you put them on carts and put them on shelves. What? A pumpkin patch is you go out and you get to pick your own damn pumpkin. What kind of, what? Wow. Don't you come, don't you come over there. Some of the, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, seriously, y'all ought to just go out one day and just pay close attention to some of the dumb shit that you see out in this world today. I mean, my, my sis sitting there complaining about the driver, and just think, you have to take a driver's test, you have to get a, take a written test, you have to, if you drive in a car, you got to make sure that you're insured and everything. But yet, in my state, you can go out and buy a gun, and there's no age limits for the state of Missouri. So I'm sitting there thinking, you're going to trust these same people that can't keep a damn car in between two lines. You're going to trust them with a gun that can shoot projectiles and hurt you and kill you? What? You know, when you visualize that, that's just... I mean, I, I mean, I, I sit there and I think of all the crazy stuff, like, you know, you got, you cannot drink and drive, <laughs> okay? But yet, Missouri wants to pass a law that says, 
you can carry a concealed weapon into a bar. Uh, what? <laughs> well, somebody may say, well, you know. I'm sorry, have you ever been about around a bunch of drunk rednecks with guns? I, no. I damn sure am not going to walk into a bar full of white rednecks that have guns. Um, I mean, if you um, cannot... Uh, I think, if, I, I think if, I have. If you're not able to operate... <laughs> If you're not able to operate a vehicle while drunk, then you should not be able to carry a gun while drunk. Right? Right. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, that, I that am in agreement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Anywho. I mean, yeah. have some common sense when it comes to gun safety, y'all. And drinking and you got, driving. You gotta, you, you gotta have gun safety because God knows we have no car safety in this country. They will let anybody behind the wheel of a car and you can drive. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Well, we have, we have the 30 minute mark. Yay. What, Kevin, are you ready to get up? Do we have to make it a whole hour? Yeah. Do you know what, bro? How, how does this work? Because I thought I heard you say earlier, you know, for those listening, are people listening right now? No. Oh. This is, this okay. is, this is, this is, how this podcast works is uh, we record this entire segment. Right. And then whenever it's done, I can stop and then I can go back and I can add, I'll add some intro music. And since I don't cut and edit, I don't need any music in the middle. And then I'll put ending music and then I just hit submit and uh, anchor which is free and great will turn around and uh, they will upload my po- this podcast on places like on places like Spotify yeah I know this nice big old belly it's a good thing that we uh, we on a podcast and not on a video that way nobody can see I was trying to protect you bro that's okay you don't need to protect me I got enough cushion in case I, I mean, I could, I could, I could sit there and hit the front dash with my belly and be oh, like, "Oh, Kevin, mm-hmm. all right." It would be nothing. Anywho, so, <laughs> so Kev, so they put it on Spotify. Do they put it on Twitter too? No. Oh. Well, I have to take, I'll have to take them, I'll have to take it and add it to, add it to Twitter. But uh, they'll put it on different podcast sites and, oh, and broadcast cool and, bro- and broadcast it. So. Okay, so what sites do you, would you rather see it? I have no idea. I just hit submit and let them do their thing. And they get they get no money. I have no idea. I didn't read that part. Oh. All I know is it doesn't cost me a dime, dime. so that that's that, right. that, that's good for me. Right. I know I could probably charge. I think I could charge people stuff, but mm-hmm. not nah. Um, I'm not gonna charge yet. I mean, because we do this, you know. This isn't about talk, the money. Right. We this talk is about fun. How we do it. Yeah, right. This is for fun. This is to uh, the podcast. Health. Yeah, mental health. The this my podcast will be to inform. You know, like uh, like after this, mid mid November, first of December, depending on how soon my sis kicks me out of the house. Um, <laughs> I'll be making my way to California to do homeless stuff. Do homeless stuff, and uh, I will be doing podcasts 
from my trip from D.C. all the way to California, and then I will do podcasts of uh, what's going on with the homeless and things that are uh, things that have been going on and stuff. But for now, the step aside is for the election for men to step aside and push more women to get elected so that way we can work on true equality in this country because we need more women yep because men have fucked it up uh, <laughs> for <laughs> I want to say what's, what's half the country eons <laughs> but eons I mean for real think about the Neanderthals and God knows who may have been before them for eons the male sex have acted like they were superior. They have acted like we own all this shit. Yeah, it's it, 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 the men sit there and uh, you hear all the misogynists sit there and say that, oh, you know, men are naturally smarter and stronger. And I'm like, okay, first and foremost, you dumb asshat. Okay. Uh, how stupid! Uh, I mean, that's 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 the most idiotic, asinine thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. To sit there and say that men are naturally smarter than women. If men are so goddamn smart, why are eighty-five percent of our, our educators educators women? I mean, if we were so damn smart, wouldn't you want the smart people teaching the children? And naturally stronger. Uh, good, good. Come on, people. I can, for every strong man you say, I can guarantee you, I can name a woman that could kick his ass. And no, <laughs> bro, it's not even that. <coughs> you. <coughs> I'm thinking that the women. Well, I didn't say my son was a scam. <laughs> well, it, oh, he must be sexist. Um. Women, um, men are stronger. For real? If that was the case, why do women have the babies? Well, I see. I, no, no, yeah. no, for real. Uh, I, I can guarantee you. <laughs> why? Why do female sex have the babies? Uh, I, I, oh, I, 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 I hear people say, "Oh, because y'all got the hole." <laughs> I, 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 I said, I said through three. Don't men have holes too? I've said, I said through three births. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way in hell. I mean, come on. Whenever, whenever somebody gets sick, who takes care of the sick? The woman. Who the ones crying and who's the one laying in bed going, oh, I don't feel good. I'm a... It's the men. Men are babies. But yet we want to hold we want to hold women to different standards. I mean, guys in office can sit there, go sleep in their office, get up. Go, uh, uh, brush their brush their hair back, wear the same clothes, the same tie, do whatever, and go out and stand in front of a camera, and no big deal. But a woman has to make sure that you don't wear enough, uh, make sure that the shoulders are covered, we're not showing too much cleavage, make sure that the dress, if we're wearing dress, that it's not too too long or too short. Got to make sure that the lipstick's just perfect. Got to make sure the makeup's just right. Oh, if I don't have eyebrows, I got to make sure I got a pencil in those eyebrows. <laughs> And everything like, and it's just like. You must have been listening to your sis, bro. <laughs> no, this is all. Uh, I'll, I'll promote a book. She will rise. 
because this is everything that Katie Hill says in her book, She Will Rise. Everything that I just said, she explains it to her because she has a, she says in her book that she has a fear that, or not a fear, but an insecurity because her, because she's a blonde and her eyebrows doesn't grow in dark. Oh. So it doesn't look like she has eyebrows. So she has to pencil them in because somebody had said, uh, you, you know, you can't see your eyebrows. So we poke fun at women for how they look and how they dress, AKA, oh, uh, back in the day, well, uh, a woman gets raped, well, you know, what do you expect? I mean, look what you were wearing. I mean, it, it, it's always been that way. You, uh, women are just supposed to look good, keep their mouth shut, look good, and make babies, and cook a man dinner. That's, that, that's, that's, the, misog that, okay. that's the misogynistic way of, uh, misogynistic idea of, of an ideal woman. Look good on my arm. Spread the legs when I want you to. Pop out a couple of kids when I want you to, and cook me some and uh, cook me some meals and keep my damn house clean. And it's just like. And but men yeah, have been thinking that way for how long? Uh, for, uh, since the beginning. Okay. Uh, and uh, I mean, well, so when you sit there and you say that men are naturally smarter and men are naturally stronger. How, well, of course. Of course, the men are. So, okay. But right. then again, as I tell most of these misogynistic asshats, if I kept you locked up in the house and told you when and where you could do and what you could say and how you could dress, would you be smart? If I told you that you couldn't go out and get an education, that you couldn't go to school, that your job was to be in the house and do housework. Would you be strong if I told you that you couldn't go out and work a, a, a manual job, you couldn't go out and work out lift weights? Men have oppressed, but as I like to say, because of men oppressing women, men have lost out and fucked themselves out of the most important part of life. And that's to learn how to love, how to have love and compassion for other human beings. Because we are so damn busy of making sure that we are the dominant male role model and that we uh, that we're the strong ones that we have to lead and everything that we've pushed women into a love and compassionate role. I'm not saying men can't be loving and compassionate. Women are that way because men have forced them into that role. It's not because they pop out of the womb and go, "Oh, I'm female. Oh, I'm I'm going to be weak and dumb, but I'm going to be loving and compassionate." <laughs> I mean. And it's not like when a man pops out of the womb going, oh, I can't cry, but by God, I'm gonna be a strong, independent, uh, leading male. That uh, what? No, those things are taught, and it can be taught to either a man or a woman. And these asshats that wanna sit there and call me soy boy, simp, neutered, sporting my Hello Kitty panties, jackass award-winning, uh, wow, yeah. I could literally go on and on and on and on and on about that and it just it makes no sense and I'm glad that we brought this back to the women's side of the thing so that way I can kind of stay true to the step side step, step aside for I mean Iceland went through a big huge recession and everything and uh, was losing power and their economy was sucking and everything but oh hey 
they're thriving now. Why are they thriving? Women are in charge. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Oh, oh. With those in the back? Women are in charge. <laughs> or, or hear them as, a, oh, women, because they're so emotional, they'll, they'll, ca they'll, they'll cause more wars. Bitch, we have been in so many goddamn wars in this country alone for 244 years, and guess what? Men were the leading cause of all of them. <laughs> How can you sit there and say that women are going to cause more wars when we have not had a woman leader? For, for real? I mean, stats have proven that companies ran and owned by women, less sexual harassment, better work environment, a happier place to go to, and it thrives. Oh, bro, what about that? Whoa. What about the? Does it depend um, depend on the political party that the woman is in, though? Because there are a couple Republican women, women who vote for Republicans, that ran businesses and they ran them into the ground. <coughs> Hewlett Packard. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Does that, does that matter? No, uh, no, I don't think that matters as much as, uh, you know, that's kind of like sitting there saying, it's the labels that we put on people. Yep. It's like, yep. you know, uh, I mean, listen, I am no reader, but I, but I can guarantee you that I've got a love, I've got a lot of love and compassion for, uh, for, for, for human life and for, uh, and for humanity and for other people and everything. And how do I know that? And how I, I don't know it just because that I know that because I have other men that are these so-called alpha males calling me soy boy because I'm not fitting into their typical label. So to sit there and say that the only difference between men and women is their sex. A woman is just as capable of a man at doing any job. Uh, imaginable in this country just like any man can be able to should be able to do everything that a woman can do it's called true equality and there's some things that women can't do that women can do that men can't do for example have babies thank god i've been through i've sat through three hell no i always you know if you're sitting there wondering what it would be like to be a woman go sit through labor and then after the labor, and after, uh, and you see what that woman goes through, you will secretly be saying in your head, going, <laughs> and then you're going to sit there and say, oh, well, the woman's got to have the baby no matter what. I mean, Man gets to go in there, stick it in, have all the pleasure, and then the women get to go through morning sickness, labor pain, uh, you know, anemic, uh, all the complications and the, either major or minor medical problems that can happen during pregnancy. I PTSD. mean, right? I mean, you sit there and you know, I hear, and this is just from a guy's point of view. And since I got a woman in the car, my sis, <laughs> I don't think that in I think when abortion first started it was about controlling women's bodies 
but I think that's had a I think that's had a shift in the Republican Party. I don't think it's all about controlling women anymore. I think it's about the money. Because you could walk in to a Planned Parenthood for like $250, $500 and have an abortion. End of pregnancy. But, you force a woman to carry that baby to full term, you have medical expenses, you have formula, you have prenatal violence, you got all these medical and uh, that it keeps the corporations and the med and, and the medical and the pharmaceutical companies and everything in in business and makes them more money. Now I'm a guy, so that's just my point of view. I could be totally wrong on that one, and I do not like giving out a lot you of know, my is a lot of my. I never looked at it that way, but that 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 makes sense right there. I can't speak on um, the pain though of or what women go through while pregnant because all of my pregnancies were good. I didn't have any issues and I had three C-sections. So I have did not have my children bad memory. So I cannot um, speak on that part. No, but I've not. seen enough. I've seen enough babies being born. And I've seen those women just, I mean, real just and and no one woman that has died from childbirth so i can i can talk about that but i cannot say yes bro this is this and this is that about that pain but back to you um back to the money issue that makes sense that makes sense of why they want that's why they say they care about them while they're in the womb but once they once the child is here, they don't care about them, but the money aspect does make sense. Well, I just I just look at it, I look at it... Everybody getting rich. Well, I look at it as, you know, I'm, look at everything else. Everything else with the Republican Party is, is strictly money controlled. Right. Everything is about money. And if you can't afford, like if you're not here legally... Then they don't want you to have babies because you're not gonna you're not gonna you're gonna cost them money. So therefore, they run in there and they. But I also have my different aspect of why they uh, ripping uterus or uterize or whatever the plural term uh, for it is, doing forced hysterectomies on women in, in, in detention centers. I think it's to keep them from conceiving all the rape oh, babies that the uh, that, that's yeah yeah, yeah okay. hysterectomy. Uh, the I think it's I think they're doing that because they want to make sure that they're not having any uh, rape babies being delivered uh, because of all the guards raping all the women inside the detention centers. It's a mess. I mean, uh, it's a total disaster. It's, uh, it's, Julian, it's, I cannot believe, bro, that we are living in, in the country where I went and served in the military to protect the people that want to harm me especially as a black woman and not just just a woman a veteran woman of this country i can't believe that they want to hurt i mean they don't care about the homeless folks i mean you know we can go we did the list is real long the list is real long if you're but not a rich stunning. if you're not a rich white male then your opinion does not matter in this country 
I mean, look at the thousands upon thousands, if not millions, of Black Lives Matter protesters. And the rich white folks change the subject to, oh, they're rioters, they're looters. I mean, seriously, you're going to sit there and say every all Black Lives Matter uh, protests are rioting and looters and doing everything. When there was, uh, at last report, 2,400 cities across this country uh, have participated in Black Lives Matter uh, protests. 220 got violence. And out of that 220, roughly 106 were created by, the violence was started by white people. On so the you, other side, so, more paid actors. So you look at, so you're looking at less than 5% of all the protests actually being violent because of the actual protests going on. And nine times out of 10, the reason why those got violent was because the police are using stupid city ordinances to say, you can't congregate here, you can't do this here, and we're going to, we're going to give you, uh, we're going to tell you to leave. And then you stand there for your First Amendment rights, and you stand there and you say, no, I'm not leaving, I have a right to you know, exercise my freedom of speech, my right to peacefully assemble. And everything and just because you don't like what I have to say you can't tell me that I have to leave if I'm not causing any harm but yet they use a city ordinance and then they turn around and when you violate that then they they turn around they use their nightsticks they use mace they use rubber bullets they use uh, tear gas the violence is started by the people that are supposed to serve and protect I mean, if you have a Black Lives Matter movement and you standing in in a park, cops are not going to the cops are not supposed to sit there and stop and say, "Oh, you're violating a curfew." I'm sorry, there is no curfew in my constitutional in, in, in the Constitution that says that I have to protest between nine and five or nine and nine. After nine o'clock, I'm supposed to go home. No, if I want to choose to stand out there and protest 24 hours a day. I can damn sure guarantee I can I'm allowed to stand out there and protest 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, if I choose to. But you have, I, I mean, but no, I mean, but yet, but but yet you sit there and you have. It's the right, it, and it's the right wing. It's the right wing idiots that are sitting there claiming that Black Lives Matter is should be labeled a terrorist organization because they're rioting and looters, looting. But yet you have white supremacist groups, the same group that stormed the Michigan Capitol buildings with guns and body armor. And then, like six, seven months later, they kidnapped the governor. Well, but yet, but, but, plotted, but, plotted, but, uh, plotted to kidnap the governor and another governor from another state. I can't Virginia. remember. Virginia, that's it. And, but yet, they're not terrorist organizations. So basically what you're saying is if a white supremacist group wants to go out there, run over a bunch of black people uh, with their car in Charlottesville, or if they want to sit there and they want to uh, they want to plot to kidnap Democratic governors because they don't believe in their uh, political affiliations and everything, that's okay. 
they're frustrated but fine people. But yet, a few people throw Molotov cocktails and set an inanimate object on fire? That's terrorism. No, what that tells me is the fact that your merchandise and that business is more important than a human life. So when Republicans sit there and say, all lives matter, the only thing I can tell you is this. Bullshit. Because if all lives matter, you would be listening to the lives that are out there on the street trying to tell you something. Because when this whole thing started with Colin Kaepernick sitting, sitting on a bench, and people were getting outraged because he wasn't standing, so he went to military personnel, people who have served in the military, and sat with them and asked them, what can we do that can point, that can prove our, in, so our racial injustice and police brutality, but not disrespect what you, what you are fighting for? And they came up with kneeling. Yeah. Now, what's ironic is when you sit there, Trump will thin skin, Mike Pence, and every other Republican, and call them thugs for taking a knee and saying that they're not patriot that they're not patriots because they won't stand for the flag. You're racist because the people that Colin Kaepernick went and talked to were white servicemen. White people, people talked with the black grow. people. A lot of people didn't know that. And, didn't know. and they came up with an agreement. And then you're going to turn around and say that these people are thugs. When the black man went to a white man and said, listen, there's racial injustice here. Police brutality. What can we do? And he went and asked. And the white man sat there and said, you go ahead and let's, why don't we kneel? And then you have a white racist idiotic motherfucker in the White House turns around and says, they're all thugs. And then when it happens and black people are dying at a higher rate by police and you want to fund the police more than trying to police reform or try to sit there and say systemic racism doesn't exist, it's a myth. And then when, when those less than 5% do get outraged and fight back, then you want to sit there and say that uh, they're not peaceful protesters? Uh, you started it. If you would have listened to them, what, three years ago when the kneeling started, instead of calling them names, and if you would have listened to them then, you wouldn't have all these Black Lives Matter protests going on right now in the middle of a pandemic because you have now put the black person in a no-win situation. They're damned if they do, they're fucked if they don't. You're basically saying, listen, I'm the white man, I'm in charge, and you're just gonna have to do what I tell you to do. That's basically what this whole thing says. And we have five, four minutes and 23 seconds, so is any last words? Bro, you always on point.
like, oh, snap. <laughs> Time to get political. And then Kevin showed up 10 years later. Oh, when was he? 2019. 11 years later. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> it's on. Let's go out there and kick some political ass and do some stuff. So we can get people who used to think like me who didn't know that on with the program. And if I'm not mistaken, bro, I think we've done a pretty damn good job. Especially on Twitter. I think so too. <laughs> so once again, this is uh, my the hour is about up for step aside and uh, for this version of on the road with Sharon and Kevin. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you've had a few laughs. Uh, hope you listened to some of the things. If you agree, wherever there's a comment down below, just comment. Uh, if you liked it, share it, spread it around. And once again, if you want to uh, follow, you can follow Sharon at, at fired underscore soon on Twitter. You can also follow me on Twitter at folks the red out and uh watch some of our videos do different things and stuff uh so once again this comes to the conclusion because i'm at 57 minutes and 30 seconds and this thing only allows me to court record 60 minutes max uh, okay so cereal deuces peace peace, Ciao. peace love equality everybody and remember vote vote blue and let's elect more women so that way we can at least get to, to some sort of true equality in this country. Peace out, everybody. Bye-bye.